We know that homelessness is being put in the spotlight this week and it is aiming to raise awareness of the contributing factors and the funds that are needed to support those in need of support. And joining me in the studio to tell us a little bit more about Homelessness Week and how things are going in the Territory at the moment is the CEO of NT Shelter, Peter McMillan. Good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Katie. How are you today? Yeah, really well. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, firstly, tell us a little bit more about what Homelessness Week is all about. Well, National Homelessness Week has been going for quite some years now, and it's really to create awareness of the uh, problem, the significant problem and the growing problem that Australia faces with homelessness. It's interesting because Australia is one of the more prosperous countries in the world, uh, and in terms of the OECD countries, we're actually the country only behind New Zealand to have the highest rates of homelessness, despite being a very prosperous country. And and here in the Northern Territory, we have... um, 10 times the rate of Australia's uh, homelessness, uh, which is uh, is very significant. So Homelessness Week serves a number of purposes. It really creates awareness that we've got an issue that we need to talk about as a nation and we need to um, take action on. And this, this year's theme is uh, to end homelessness, we need a plan. And uh, never could a truer word have been said about that. But I think the other thing about Homelessness Week too is to remember uh, to stop and think about the people who end up in homelessness. A lot of us all have preconceived ideas around what causes homelessness. We all probably have memories from when we were little of seeing people who were homeless and and come to conclusions. And, and sometimes I guess people have a tendency to think, well, people through their own poor decisions or actions have ended up in homelessness. But it's a lot more complicated than mm-hmm. that. And this is a week to uh, stop and acknowledge the huge numbers and increasing numbers of people who are entering into homelessness or who are at risk of becoming homeless uh, through a whole lot of circumstances in life where people need a little bit of help uh, to get their lives back on track and above all they need access to housing that they can afford. Well and this is the thing at the moment you did just touch on it that cost of living we speak about it so regularly on this show how much of a role is that rising cost of living playing on homelessness in the territory at the moment? It, it, look it's having a, a, a very significant impact. We're seeing a lot of extra people presenting for services who need financial assistance. Uh, We simply, uh, when we have uh, our our member organisations, and I'd like to give a shout out to the great work that they do as part of Homelessness Week as well. They they have a very tough um, set of circumstances and they do an absolutely amazing job. Uh, But um, when they have emergency relief funds to provide, whether it be for meal vouchers or for other forms of financial assistance, that money goes out the door very quickly. There's never enough of it to go around mm. and and we are hearing that um and it's, it's no real surprise is it that with uh, inflation going up with the costs of uh, energy bills and um and fuel and and food and, and the list goes on uh and housing costs as well yeah. uh, are going up because simply in a lot of regional locations especially across australia and i think we've got it pretty pretty tough here uh, rents have gone up a lot yep. and, and that's mainly because we just don't have enough properties to rent and an increasing number of uh, territory families just simply can't find anywhere that they can uh, rent let alone mm. whether they can afford and we know that people like nurses and other key workers are having to make very tough decisions about whether they can stay in the territory and presumably for families who want to come and make their life in the comeback capital. It's not going to be a comeback capital if there's nowhere to live that they can afford. So um, we've got some really uh, big challenges in homelessness. And and I think this week is really an opportunity to say, are we doing enough on homelessness? 
and what else can and should we do to yeah. um, to not only meet the needs of people who don't have a house to live in, um, but also to make sure that we have enough housing uh, to meet our future needs. Well, this is it. And I know that nationally, St Vincent de Paul Society had said that it had been quite disturbing, or there'd been quite a disturbing increase in the factors contributing to homelessness, with most never expecting to face circumstances leading them to lose or leave their homes. I mean, Peter, is it a trend that we are seeing here in the Northern Territory as well? I think almost every day now, um, Katie, you can read in the newspapers or see online in the news a story from across Australia. There's almost one every day of a family that says, I could never have believed that I, it would happen to me. This could happen to me. And, and, um, and it sadly, if you don't have, you know, if you don't own your own home and you're at the, uh, and you're in a rental market, and as I've said a number of times on this program, half mm. of your listeners will be renting out there. Half of Territorians rent, and if they're at the mercy of a increase in a hundred dollars a week or hundred fifty dollars yep. a week, because that's how the market works at the moment, then of course something's got to give. And either the kids don't get the uh, the, uh, the the education or the or the sport or um, start skimping back on meals or other costs, health costs. Something's going to give. And um, and and uh, we now have over three hundred occupations on the skilled uh, occupation list in the territory. And when I, you must have a lot of employers yeah. say to you, Katie, you know, we just can't get can't uh, the jobs. Work. We can't yeah. get the workers to come to the Northern Territory to fill the jobs that we need to grow our businesses mm. and grow the economy. What really I think is absolutely perplexing to me is that over the last. 18 months we've been having a review of residential tenancies law so these are the laws that make it fair and reasonable for renters and landlords alike and we've said time and time again that uh, we need a system that's fair for landlords and tenants and um, with that process having been wound up and not even having an opportunity to talk about reasonable rent increases and prote- rental protections and minimum standards for mm. renters. I mean, in the 35 years I've been working, I can't think of anything that's been more stupid to cut our nose off and spite our face when we need workers and we've got renters doing it tough and renters out there will be thinking, well, what's the government doing yeah. like, to maybe have my back? So, Peter, is that a review that was happening here in the Northern Territory, that 18-month review? And it so, was. So now it's been, it's done. We, it was, it was with, with basically with two weeks' notice, pack-up stumps we've done, we've got to move on. There are issues that weren't covered. We've said uh, for the last eight months, we believe we want to get uh, the working group back together yep. to finish the work that it was set out to do, which is to provide the minister with a comprehensive comprehensive report for rental reforms, um, which look at things that have happened across Australia. So we have an act that's modern and uh, and uh, not lagging the chain. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we get everything that we want, Katie, but we at least think we should have a conversation about this. Yeah, absolutely. States, states like Tasmania, sorry, like uh, Victoria and, um, and Tasmania, oh, sorry, the ACT, have mm. got things in place like you can put rents up each year, sure, but let's make it CPI plus 10% but not 40% or 30%. And look, landlords out there will be saying, well, that's just interfering in a free market. I get that. Um, You know, I'm a landlord too. But, I mean, you've got to think, what are we trying to achieve? And if you've got good families with skills leaving the territory because they can't afford 150 buck a week conversation and not even be able to have that conversation with the government around rental reform, I mean, we're trying to get that change with Minister Paik. 
you know, he's a, he's a pretty, in our experience, he's been a good fellow and, and willing to listen to arguments about this. But previously, it's just been a complete stonewall. Mm. And I just think it's absolute nonsense, cutting our nose off to spite our face when yep. people are hurting out there. Peter, I mean, if you, if you could give us sort of one take-home message today on Homelessness Week, what is it? Well, it's that we, uh, we do need a plan. We need to look at what it's going to take to end homelessness, which is a commitment to building more social and affordable housing. Our population has, has grown across Australia by 25% over the last uh, 15 years, but our social and affordable housing stocks are down by 2.5%. So we clearly we need more housing. And encouragingly, the federal government is uh, saying that they're going to build 30,000 more homes over the next five years across Australia. Certainly we need our share of those in the northern territory. We're getting some housing built in the remote Aboriginal communities, which is absolutely essential that that continues, but we need to do a lot more. And government needs to be more ambitious, we believe, as to uh, ramping up the number of housing builds over the coming years. Finally, for Northern Territory, we receive at the moment $20 million only. Uh, so less than $1 per person across Australia that goes into our homelessness system, despite having 12 times the rate of homelessness. It's it's one of those historic uh, mistakes that's been made where we get absolute pittance. And uh, that's something that can be uh, addressed in the next National Housing and Homelessness Agreement. We've yep. heard Minister Warden saying that funding for domestic family violence services should be based on need, not based on our population, and that's exactly the argument that applies to homelessness as well, that we get a fair share, Katie. Well, Peter McMillan from NT Shelter, the CEO of NT Shelter, we always appreciate your time. I think it's always important for people to understand, um, you know, how Territorians are at the moment struggling in a lot of ways, particularly when it comes to, to having a home, and as you've said, you know, we want to be the comeback capital, we've got to make sure people have got places to live. Uh, thanks, Katie. And if people are out there that, that are experiencing homelessness or know someone who's at risk of experiencing homelessness, then check out our, uh, our homelessness website, uh, www.sheltome.org.au, where there's an online directory of services for help that's available. Good on you, Peter. Thank you so much for your chat this morning. Thank you.